Out tomorrow, the day we have Sorry, I wasn't here on Monday, so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to kind of do it real big. That was a howl from the future. That was a next-gen howl. Yep. That is, uh, there's there's so many teraflops of howl and all of that going on there. It's great. Are teraflops still a thing? I don't know. I just, that's the last terminology I could think of, so. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, PS4 is officially out as of last night at midnight. Jeff Keighley rang it in. It is not official until Jeff Keighley tells us it is so. And he most definitely did ring it in. And in fact, the kid who got the first one at the official uh, Sony event is uh, a, a regular giant bomb user named Joey Chu, who uh, oh, has approached okay. me. At, he's approached me at multiple events. I've talked to him before. I saw him. He was on a bunch of news stories as the first kid to get a PlayStation 4. So congratulations, Joey. I was gonna say when Jeff and I were wa- kind of idly watching that in the office while he was finishing uh, up the campaign for Killzone and. All of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I was mostly just looking over and watching the trailers that were uh, debuting, and that guy showed up, and I was like, ah, I'm pretty sure I saw him in a picture with, like, all of you in mm-hmm. New York. Yep. Um, so that's awesome. Giant Bomb invades all facets of next-gen, including launch windows. Um, so you, you, you pre-ordered one from Amazon, so did you, you, is your show up yet in the morning, or are you thinking no, later it's today? No, at some point, the UPS guy might show up during this broadcast, at which case I'm dropping everything. Fuck this. I'm running it. I'm going to get it. That's great. Uh, you know I can hold it for it. Is, it is out for delivery right now, so I'm just waiting for it to show up. I had this moment where I was weirdly rooting for my PS4 not to ship mm-hmm. because I got a message from a giant bomb user that there were a lot of people freaked out. A lot of people ordered over Amazon, like I think probably more so than any other hardware launch. I saw a lot of people just say, Screw the lines. I'm ordering online. I can wait the couple extra hours because playing at midnight isn't isn't really that fun anyway because you're right. dead tired. And mine had not switched over. You know, it said you know estimated on Friday, but it's you know it's Thursday at 4 p.m. and it has not shipped. Um, and and a giant bomb user had emailed me and said like, oh well, that happened to me. And then it updated to say November 19th, even though I bought the launch edition, and they gave me um, you know a big fat gift certificate. And I was like, well. Mine's shipping home anyway. I can't use it. I would certainly take an Amazon gift certificate, but it shipped. So mine is sitting in a pile of things that my, my brother may tear open, but my guess is he won't touch it. Um, so my, mine is at home, and I, I did not get my Amazon gift certificate. But by all accounts, it seems like most people are getting theirs on time. There doesn't appear to be, from what I can tell, like any sort of real legitimate mass hysteria or problems over, over this launch so far. No, the only people I've heard who are had their orders messed with are people who had like outdated payment information or something from the pre-order they made like six months ago. Oh, so, that, that would be horrible. Yeah, yeah, oh, that I happened to a couple it. people I know. I could totally see how that would happen because I, I imagine you just got maybe some expired card or you forgot that you have a certain one preferenced an expired card as you. Oh, that's that sucks. That's a horrible thing to wake up so, to. So the good news is that it sounds like all the people who had that issue and got it resolved with Amazon will still get it by, like, Monday or Tuesday next week. But it's still, like, that sucks if you were especially wanting to get one today. Like, if that had happened to me, I'd be totally screwed because, yo, check out all these games, son. I got I got, I got, got PS4 games for days. Damn. And I got nothing to play them on yet. I'm going to make it rain. I'm making it rain PS4 games. Look at that. More PS4 games. Woo! You got that knack? I got that knack. I got that knack. I got that battlefield. I got that. 
I got some of that Just Dance 2014. Check that shit out. Woo! I'm terrified. You're drowning in PS4 games. You're drowning. I know. I really am. PS4 I'm games. reviewing at least like three or four of them, so that'll be fun. Which uh, which ones do you think you're you're gonna tackle? So I'm gonna do Knack. That's the first thing on my list. And then I've got NBA 2K14. I've got Madden. And if I can find the time to do it, since no one else has, uh, I may try and do Assassin's Creed 4. We'll see if I can squeeze that in there. Yeah, I. Uh... I walked in. I walked into the office yesterday, and, and Brad just looked at me. He had a twinkle in his eye, and he said, "Here you are." And he and he put a he put a copy of Super Mario 3D World on my desk. Nice. He told me by next Friday, spit some words out. Um, you lucky of son course, of a bitch. Well, of course. On the flip side of that, is so for a hot minute, for a hot minute, I thought mm-hmm. it was possible that I might review it, and I really should have asked before I came out here because I was gonna put my Wii U in my bag. Mm-hmm. Because now I will play a significant chunk of that game and then have to play it all over again because none of those saves will transfer to my machine because there's no way to do that on a Wii U. So, damnation. But it, you know, when you go back, you'll get to play with your friends <laughs> in co-op. So it's like a whole different experience, right? You'll get you'll get to do a whole thing with with like your wife and your brother and, and anyone else you want to invite over. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sure the game is is gonna be great. I haven't I haven't really touched it yet, but uh. I am super excited too, um, and it's cool to be back in the office. That there is yeah. a there is something to be said for being around here for the next gen stuff specifically. That uh, like I had a chance to go to the midnight launch last night out here in San Francisco. There were two two major midnight launches, one in New York and, and one in San Francisco. And the New York one was certainly a grander affair. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one in San Francisco, you know, they had kind of cordoned off, you know half of a block and then uh, out front of the the big San Francisco GameStop which is relatively new. If you've been to San Francisco in the last 5-10 years, the the one that used to be there is no longer there. Uh, right. They tore that down and, and put in a, a two-story one. It's still not that big for being the only place to buy video games in San Francisco, uh, which is constantly sort of a thing that I think surprises people and also still blows my mind that your yeah. options are uh, mediocre GameStop and then like really dirty skanky Best Buy on Geary, like, kind of way out of the way from downtown. Um, so I went there, and, you know, it was it was interesting. You know, you get a real eclectic mixing pot of folks at things like that. Uh, they were giving out a lot of free stuff. So naturally, like, the first guy I ran into, who also was a, a giant bomb user, um, just could not be carrying more stuff, like Destiny and Killzone and Knack and everything. I was like, oh, uh, man, you were you know big PlayStation fan. You here to you here to buy a PS4? Nah, free stuff. Yes, wow free stuff. There were a lot of people there. I mean, they had a, a I believe a designer from Bungie uh, signing uh, Destiny posters. They had an NFL sideline reporter, which was weird. That is weird. Which which NFL sideline reporter? The woman that's in Madden. I don't know if that. Oh, happens. Alex something or other. I can't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. I think it's the CBS woman. So yeah, that I thought that was just very strange. I mean, maybe she, maybe she is known, and I just don't. I it just it more just felt like, who can we get? Sure. And then that she woman was showed up. Yeah. Um. And then they had uh Mr. Sadface from uh Infamous. I forget that guy's that's the actual designer's name, but right. the guy who looked you know who was depressed on stage uh, as he was explaining uh, his game. And uh, the guy who was yeah. talking about basically the end of the fucking world as he was getting ready to pronounce, you know, introduce infamous. 
That guy, yeah, yeah. that guy was really something. Yeah, before introducing a superhero game. Yeah. And it was, you know what, I have to admit, it was a, it felt like a pretty muted event. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, anecdotal evidence is, is not, uh, you know, it's a very small sample size, but, you know, I was in... I was was I in town? I was in town for the PlayStation 3 launch, and that thing was way bigger. There were way more yeah. people. It was way way crazier. Um, it's hard to tell, and I have to imagine there are many more people like me that just chose to buy online or to pick up in store. Um, but I don't know. It, I was kind of surprised when I got there, and you could up until about 45 minutes. At least that was the last time I checked. Uh, still show up to that store and and grab a pre-order ticket and buy a machine. Um, so it wasn't just the allocation of the store. Um, I'm kind of curious, you know, other folks, uh, you know, uh, that are watching, you know, send me a message, you know, get a sense of like how other people's launches went. Against you know, anecdotal evidence isn't, you know, can't draw real conclusions. But I don't know. We can start this. You know, it has begun. Yes. In the words of Shang Tsung and. Now we can start piecing together what exactly this next-gen puzzle is. You know, people are buying stuff, and we start to actually put the rubber to the road on speculation about what impact, you know, tablets and phones have had on purchasing interest in these machines. Um, But definitely heard a whole lot of apathy over launch lineups was a lot of people, oh, I pre-ordered both, and then I, I canceled one. Because you know the games just aren't there. Oh, I'm you know I was gonna get Watch Dogs, but now the Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was one I heard more than once. Was um, you know they were already there picking up a PS4, or if they were just there for the swag. You know, yeah. Watch Dogs was a game that they felt like that motherfucker kicks off next gen. Screw these other guys. And when that went out the window, you know a real interest in in next gen went out the window too, at least until the spring, which. I think is completely reasonable. I think if you want to wait to the spring, that is sort of a great time to jump in and let idiots like us deal with potentially faulty launch hardware and bumpy firmware and weird hiccups in network infrastructure and all that nonsense. Yeah, I mean, if I if I were not doing you know this review crunch and trying to get as much of this shit done you know for 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 work as possible around this time, I would most definitely not be buying one until at least March, because. Yeah, like you said, Watch Dogs is gone, and, you know, it's funny. You don't see a lot of people complaining about the fact that Drive Club got delayed, which is, you know, <laughs> unfortunate for them. Um, well, it doesn't really have a whole lot of name recognition. No, it doesn't, and that's the thing, is that even when this launch lineup was better, it was still not that great. You know, it was Watch Dogs, it was maybe you're super into Kill Zone, so you really want to play that Kill Zone. Maybe you are a console Battlefield player, so you really want to play the next-gen version of that, but, like... Other than that, there's really not that many games on the PS4. Like, Resogun sounds super awesome, and I'm looking forward to playing that one. But, like, other than that, like, Contrast sounds like it's okay, but kind of buggy, you know? Like, there's some other downloadable stuff that sounds like it's okay or pretty good, but not anything that's really that spectacular. And you look at the Xbox One lineup, it's better. You know, there's more uh, exclusive franchise stuff there. There's Forza, which I, I can't imagine being anything other than very good. Um... Dead Rising up in the air on what that one will be, but at least it's like a brand people recognize. It's a game people have liked, you know, quite a bit over the years. Uh, Killer Instinct, give or take, whatever. But then all the multi-platform stuff pretty much is on Xbox One as well. And then, of course, Zoo Tycoon 3, which, I mean, I know everyone has been, you know, waiting with bated breath for. So, (laughs) you know, they have the slightly better lineup, I think, in terms of games, but neither of them are really that spectacular. And... You know, if you're waiting because the games aren't there, you're probably doing the right thing. We're the dumbasses here. Don't 
Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I, I, I don't think it's a big surprise that, you know, everyone's... Oh, say, I'm going to generalize for a moment, but everyone's favorite Xbox 360 game, Geometry mm-hmm. Wars. Oh, Everybody's yeah. favorite PlayStation 3 game, Super Stardust HD. Not a big shock that a smaller scale game that shows off some of the fancy tech, you know, that you don't normally think about, because you normally think of a game like Rise, which have not played, have no sense oh, right, of what I that's going to be. Right, I, I think that's probably safe for most people. Um, uh, you know, it's not. I don't think it's a big shock that these smaller focused arcadey games that do what they want to do very, very well and also show off, like, you know, the crazy advances and, you know, particle effects and things like that, uh, that those work the best at launch because that just makes sense for a lot of the madness that goes in into launch. But um, there's a, there was a lot of news last night. Yeah. So we, uh, should, we should cover some of that stuff. Let's do that, and then I can talk a little bit about the, the event that we all went to and stuff too. Right, that's, that's true. Um, and also, if people want to start shooting questions in the chat, obviously you will have all day to do that as well when our yeah. big PlayStation 4 live stream kicks off at uh, 11 a.m. PST uh, is the current plan, um, bearing any typical technical difficulties. But uh, we can we can go ahead and, and chat it up with you guys um, before all that happens if uh, you want to shoot stuff uh, into the chat. So. But, you know, it's it's launch, so you, there are headlines abound of folks running into uh, some isolated PS4 issues. Uh, PSN was briefly down last night, right yeah. around the time that uh, the East Coast machines went on sale. Um, but all, by all accounts, that was maybe for like an hour, 90 minutes, and that came back up. So, you know, I the true test for me on, on Sony's promise of improved infrastructure is when I take that bad boy home and I check the download speeds because that right. has always been a problem with me even connected directly to Ethernet on my PlayStation 3 you know I you know I have pretty much everything over Wi-Fi but that thing bad boy was connected and it would still produce horrendous download speeds um, that I just could not for the life of me figure it out I know Jeff had that problem as well yeah. but I've been hearing uh, again anecdotally that people that had issues with the PS3 download speeds have not had them on PS4, so I'm crossing my fingers. That is that is something that is across the board because man, it sucked when I played Vanquish and it could not pull down a five megabyte patch because it, it just told me it was going to take 30 minutes to do so. So I said, I'll just not apply that patch. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I will say is that from what I saw of the system, and granted, this was running before anyone really had their system, so you know their servers probably weren't nearly as taxed, but when they were jumping around in the the PlayStation 4 interface when they were showing it to us, like jumping in and out of the store, you know, getting different, like like trying to get get around, it was much, much snappier than anything on the PS3. Like everything on there seemed like it was running much faster. And, you know, if that transfers to the download speeds as well, that would be spectacular uh, because I also have had pretty nightmarish download issues with uh, the PS3. And if they have fixed that even a little bit, then that will be a huge improvement. Um Insofar as the system's breaking goes, uh, it sounds like, you know, if there are issues, it's been stuff mostly pertaining to, like, HDMI ports and and things not quite working there. I guess Kotaku's unit was actually able to be fixed by Sony when they brought it back to the the event at New York, so they got that one working, but I think IGN had another one that broke. And then there have been a couple people that I think on on various forums that got early units that said there were other issues that were not related to HDMI. Um... I, I mean, think a lot of them could be fixed, though. By, by yeah. accounts of what I was reading was that some of them uh, were like weird HDMI port problems of things getting bent pretty easily, um, which I believe was Kotaku's issue. And then also right. some of the pins disappeared. So, you know, and then a lot of them, 
um, which was funny to watch as they went out early, and then you just had people on Twitch streaming themselves trying to fix this while also clearly reading their address out loud to right. a Twitch stream of 3,000 people. Not as, a great idea. As their buddy on Skype screams, don't do that, and then they yeah. continue to do that. Um, the, you know what? More than anything, that stuff is my favorite part of these launches is just that kind of madness. And it's not like a lot of people actually had success booting the machine into a safe mode um, and, and doing some trickery there um, that didn't seem that complicated. No, I, you know, uh, Shuhei Yoshida put out a uh, sort of a you know statement as, insofar as statements are comments on Twitter saying they believe there were isolated incidents and um, it sounded like there were some people having issues with the Taco Bell uh, promotion uh, version, so it's possible that you know it even could just be um, you know a certain batch of machines. But you know today is kind of you know take whatever you see for a grain of salt until we have the weekend uh, because once people start putting these machines through their paces. You know, we'll get a sense of, of where that's actually at. And even then, you know, the, the red ring issue, most people thought was just isolated at the beginning as well. And that right. just became sort of a pervasive thing over time. So a lot of these issues don't necessarily come up until we see, like, some real weight, some real load uh, put on these machines. And, and we're not going to know that for, for, for weeks or months ahead. <laughs> load. Um... So yeah, that stuff's kind of happening, but you know we'll we'll know more soon. Uh, in terms of news that came out last night, uh, some new games were were talked about. There is a new Uncharted coming for the PlayStation Four. Popular video game developer announces new game in popular video game franchise for new popular video game platform, and people are stunned. Patrick, how excited and surprised are you by that? Here's my theory. Uh huh. This is unsubstantiated. Sure. Is that of course, you want brand awareness. On you want new IPs, but you also want to balance that with new brands. Right. And Naughty Dog just did uh, a huge new IP. Whether or not it gets a sequel, even though they said they don't want to do one, my guess is we get a Last of Us sequel. Um, although it'd be cool if they did something completely different. Well, but, they got that DLC coming at least. So. Yeah, and my guess is that the reason it's called Uncharted is because it is going to be tonally a complete reboot. I do not think that we carry over with Nolan North. I do not think that we carry over any of those characters that we, we've come to know. I think the reason... This is basically the Uncharted, which is to say it's an Uncharted game, which means it'll it'll have a lot of, I think, um, you know, the same sort of setups that, that drove right. those games. But yeah, I think Chris Plant actually uh, maybe put it uh, best on Twitter that it's going to get nolan which is it'll probably get a little bit more serious. Uh, it'll probably be less jokey. Um, and then I think that is probably the direction they go in, where they can essentially make a new game without making a new game. So right. you know, they start with a similar premise, but try and reinvent it from the inside as opposed to starting completely from scratch. Uh, it doesn't mean it won't take place in the same world. So, I mean, it's possible that maybe there'll be some crossover. I think it, it would be kind of crazy if it, you know, Drake didn't show up at some point in the game, but who knows? You know, I mean, Naughty Dog is clearly a studio willing to take some risks by, you know, doing a new IP at the very end of the generation. Um, and I just, I Uncharted strikes me as uh, it's a new game, just, you know, kind of called Uncharted. I, my thing is this. 
I get that that is probably, that seems like a likelihood, that direction they're going in. The evidence would certainly, you know, what, what little evidence there is, like that, that would make some sense. I don't know if I really want to play a darker, grittier version of Uncharted. Like, I don't know if that's something that really interests me, because I feel like the darker, grittier aspects of that series, what few there are, since it is kind of like, you know, a little bit more of a tongue-in-cheek kind of action-adventure series, aren't anywhere near my favorite parts of those games. Like, I like the jokey, you know, Nathan Drake. I like Nolan North's voice work. I like the the more slightly more frivolous aspects of that series, you know? And the idea of a really moody sort of grim Uncharted, which again, we're just projecting here. We don't know exactly what this is going to be, um, is not that appealing to me at all. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, I feel like one, it's super early for to be rebooting a series that really has only existed on the PlayStation 3. Uh, and two, I just totally, I like that they had, like, like The Last of Us to me was them getting, like I thought, getting their sort of grim dark storytelling, you know, uh, rocks off. Like, they got that stuff out of their system. If they're going to do another grim, kind of dark, gritty game, then that would not excite me nearly as much as the potential of doing, like, a much bigger, more bombastic, crazier version of the the fun Uncharted that I've been playing for the last three games. I think both of those are completely reasonable scenarios. I guess part of the reason I subscribe to my crazy theory is that... I don't know if I want to play another Uncharted game that is just Uncharted 4. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yes, I, I get that. And I realize that they have been doing this for, you know, the same kind of tone thing for, for about seven years, since that's how long the PS3 was around. But I don't know. I'm just, you know, it, it, there are so many dark, gritty versions of games around these days that I, I kind of liked the aspect of, of Uncharted that made it a little... I don't know, just a little bit more fun and, and freewheeling, you know? Like, I don't I don't need everyone to be sad and angry all the time. Like, that was that was really interesting, you know, five years ago when everyone was doing, four years ago when everyone was doing gritty reboots. Tomb Raider was a good gritty reboot of a series mm-hmm. that I liked a lot. But they had also that had also gotten super stale, and that was actually a different, fresh thing. I don't think Uncharted has gotten that stale as it is. So that's, I, that's me. I do like a theory in the chat. A couple people have floated it of... Well, what if at the end of this new Uncharted, Nolan North causes the fungus outbreak that begins The Last of Us? That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'd be super into that. Let's let's tie it all together. Let's do it. Let's do the Watch Dogs AC tie together thing with that. Let's just let's tie all franchises with the same universe. Everything's the same universe. Well, that's what Namco Bandai was trying to do for a while, right? They were trying to explain that all of their IPs somehow ex- existed in the same universe. They had a term for it that made me laugh. Um, I mean, you know what? I, Sorry, oh, people are saying it's weird that we're judging a game we don't know anything about. I'm not judging anything. I'm just I'm, I'm talking about a theory. That's it. I'm 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 commenting on a theory. It is only a theory. We have no idea what it's going to be. We'll see what it is. It's early. It's super it's early. It's early in the morning is what yeah. I meant. So I can say what I want. And totally. you know what? My guess is we see a proper trailer at the the VGX. I guess is right. what they are called now. I mean, that that was very much. It felt like the beginning of a much larger. A teaser and Naughty Dog has has shown stuff before at that event, uh, which is not far off. So you know we may have a lot more information on that soon. But you know, it, if the worst case scenario is that Naughty Dog, an exceptionally talented developer, is making another Uncharted, there there are worse things in the world than that because it sure. will be a fun, entertaining game. I only just look at the talent of folks like Amy Henning and you know like them to, to like to see them do other stuff. Um, than the further adventures of, of Nathan Drake. So if totally. they do do that, 
I, I know it'll still be good. Um, you know, then you look at The Last House and be like, damn, like if they wanted to go do something lighthearted that was in a completely different vein, you know, like a reboot of uh, Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. Totally. And Amy, Amy Henning's first magical project. Like, who wouldn't want that? Was that really her first magical project? Did that really happen? Oh, that's amazing. That's really great. I talked to her about doing a feature on it, and that will happen at some point in the future. Awesome. Awesome. Um, also announced new uh, Towerfall coming to PS4 and PC. I have not played Towerfall yet. Have you gotten to do that? I have a copy of the uh, IGF build, um, which has some of the single player and stuff like that, but uh, I am working on getting permission for us to maybe do something uh, with that. Um, but that game, by all accounts, uh, despite being an Ouya exclusive, is supposed to be a badass multiplayer game that is getting right. uh, proper co-op and single-player uh, sort of quest or campaign for uh, the Ascension, Ascension version that is coming out early next year. Right. Um, but everyone I know that's played that game fucking loves it. So I think that is a key pickup uh, for Sony in at least you know sort of you know having just spent four hundred dollars on on that machine. Like that game looks really good, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully it is as good as people have have suggested. And I thought that was uh, and you know what, goddamn, you know, whatever. I don't know if indies are actually gonna sell this machine. Sure. I love that you watch any major Sony event, no matter how big, and they're putting shit like Octodad and Towerfall front and center, giving them just as much, if not more, screen time than what they're giving for their own big blockbuster AAA games, and I choose to not be cynical about it, and that is just awesome. Like, yeah. That just is so damn cool, and even though 99% of those games are also coming to the PC, so they are not exclusive in our traditional sense, they don't get the same level of platform and microphone uh, that they do when a company, a corporation, like Sony is putting hundreds of millions of dollars uh, behind this stuff, and, you know, I just can't help but but tip my hat to them, uh, or at yeah. least, you know, be happy for those developers and those games, you know, th these games that, you know, I champion myself and I'm a big fan of myself, you know, I cannot do what Sony can do in terms of informing a much wider audience, and, and I can only hope that that pays off for those games, because it's it's a cool thing to see, and it, and it impresses me every time they do it. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's a platform. It's it's them actually getting, you know, stage time and presentation time and actually, you know, getting out in front of these large audiences, whereas, you know, when they're on PC, if you're in the Steam store, you know, you'll get a little promotion there or whatever, but it's not like, you know, there's there's a major executive up on a conference stage saying, yo, check it out, Octodad, son, play this on our system. And, you know, at the, the event they had on Monday, like, even all the different indie games that were coming uh, all had their own little suite room alongside you know, the room that had Need for Speed and the room that had Knack and all that stuff. Like, they, everyone had their space, and they were all being, you know, everyone, people were being led around to all those different places so that the press could come check that stuff out. I got to watch Jeff play Octodad for the first time uh, at that, that thing. They showed a different level, which I was still great. Uh, everything I've seen in that game so far is still super great. And it was great to watch Jeff try that for the first time, you know, being slightly skeptical and then just seeing a big old doofy grin on his face as he was playing that thing, you know. And I imagine there are a lot of press people that haven't had a chance to check that stuff out. So it's 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 really great the way they're getting that stuff out in front of people. Yeah. Um, well, we should also mention that uh, Naughty Dog did also announce uh, Left Behind, an right. Ellie-focused Ellie uh, Last of Us DLC that... Is not a spoiler for the game. It is it is set before the the events of uh, 
of The Last of Us, I believe. Um, so uh, some people were saying in the comments, I cannot substantiate this, that there was a prequel comic that it sounds like this lines up pretty specifically mm. with. Um, that may or may not be be true, but I also wouldn't be surprised if if they had plucked some of that stuff because my guess is they I'm pretty sure they were overseeing the sort of uh, extraneous material uh, for right. their lore. But um, the idea of uh, an Ellie focused DLC I think is a fantastic idea. Oh, I totally agree. I I you know that she is a character that for as as much as she is kind of center stage in, in The Last of Us, like, I always wanted to kind of know more about, so I'm glad that they're putting her, you know, at the, the forefront of that DLC. Yeah, and uh, it's a chance to spend a little more time in that world, you know, whether totally. or not they, they choose to visit it again, but uh, Last of Us was uh, absolutely one of my, my favorite games this year, and so before that PS3 gets put away in a closet, uh, mm-hmm. that is going to be, you know, at least one more good reason uh, to pull that out uh, and give it a shot. And I, I, it, and I knew it seemed unreasonable, but I have to at least uh, say that I was kind of hoping they were going to announce a PS4 version of The Last sure. of Us. Yeah, I couldn't help but play The Last of Us, and it's a beautiful goddamn game, and mm-hmm. Naughty Dog, you know, showed why they are the premier technology developer on on Sony platforms once again. But you could see where the stitching was coming undone. You could see where they were pushing that machine as far as they could take it. And it wasn't... Sometimes you would squint and it'd be like, if there was a PC version of this, just if it had... If it ran at a slightly better frame rate and was a little cleaned up. And so, I, you know, I know it's, it's crazy to have expected them to do that, but man, it would have been cool if there was a just slightly cleaned up PS4 version of that, and uh, I don't know, maybe I'll hold out hope for that. Uh, Last of Us, game of, the year, game of the Year edition, with DLC, coming in a year or so. It worked, for, like, put together for the PlayStation 4. It could happen. Yeah, it could. I'll cross my fingers. Next day, I wouldn't, yeah, someone in the chat saying next year may, might make more sense for that. And sure. you are probably right. Probably. Um, Other than this Well, we got, we, got a, we got a release date for Infamous. We do. Uh, so it moved a little outside the February window, I think, which was originally when we thought that was going to drop, uh, and it will come out on March 21st. Uh, so March is stacked, as is. Marches are in the past, but do not get too excited, because if Marches in the past have taught us anything, it's that half of that stuff is going to move yet again. Yeah. Uh, right now it includes South Park, Titanfall, Infamous. Destin? No, Destiny's later. Destiny's later, like but May? my guess is the beta... They haven't set a date yet, but the beta yeah, will right. probably have r- rolled out by then. Right. Um, but Mar- March tends to get pretty stacked because uh, financial years end for a lot of uh, publishers on March 31st, so they want to get games out uh, to help us uh, sort of uh, buck their financials. And my guess is that Infamous makes that date, if only because, you know, PlayStation is very important to Sony going forward and having the first major uh, first-party title post-launch uh, out uh, is is probably pretty key, and also in avoiding Nintendo's own problems with not having quality software uh, sure. out at launch. And not that Sony or Microsoft uh, doesn't care, but Nintendo is also, I think, sometimes such a stickler for that stuff that you know they hurt themselves in the process uh, by by not getting that stuff out uh, a little sooner. And I'm a little more confident that Infamous will actually uh, make it out. Yeah, I, Brad and I got to play a little bit at that event. Um, there was there was some new that? stuff that they showed up. It's it's really good. It's really yeah. good. it looks spectacular. Um, 
it's definitely the the of of the first party games like more so than Knack and Killzone certainly it's the one that is definitely like looked the most like oh wow okay they're actually doing something like more significant with this hardware which isn't to say those other games don't look good but like you know th- there isn't that like kind of leap moment of this runs really smoothly like there's a ton of effects and like the world that, like you know there's a du- tons of different structures you can blow up um it, it looks like a really good playground like you're going to be able to do some really cool destructive stuff in that game and you know i still don't know a damn thing about the story other than you know second son so you are son guy who can steal other people's powers but uh they're being purposely cagey about that like they they specifically said we don't want to give much of the plot away we want people to kind of discover this stuff for themselves so they're trying not to show that off as much as possible that's cool um, i mean i think it plays can, really well they can kind of get away i mean next gen stuff doesn't need to sell itself on, right. on story you know and that uh, that game, some of those effects look pretty goddamn cool. So I think yeah. they can kind of skate by on just looking badass and that being enough of a reason uh, for, for people wanting to purchase that game. Totally. Uh, so that's cool. Did you, uh, that kind of, I mean, that covers pretty much everything other than like really minor stuff at that um, at, at Achilles thing last night. The beta right. for Destiny is going to launch first on PS3 and PS4. Codes are floating around for that if you pay attention, um, but they still haven't said when that is actually going to come out. But I would I would guess you know March April around the time the Titanfall and people are starting to play multiplayer games on their machines seems yeah. like a pretty reasonable uh, window for that. But you were in you were in New York with the other guys and actually had a yeah. chance to to play a shitload of stuff and and talk to some folks. So well, how was that? It was good. I mean, we ran around a lot, and so we didn't get to sit in on as many demos as perhaps we would have liked, uh, but we did get to check out a bunch of different stuff. Uh, we tr- mostly tried to stay away from the games that you know we were, knew we were getting copies of, so we checked out a few indie games, like Octodad, um, checked out a couple of the, the EA things I hadn't really gotten to sit down and check out much of before, though NBA Live's still not there, so you know, do with that information what you will. Maybe uh, yeah, still, it wasn't at that event because it's not out until next week, and they I guess they didn't have want to have a demo space for that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I Alex, know. that sounds bad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting a whole lot of faith in that game personally. But you know, it was it was mostly just you know we got to check out some Killzone multiplayer, which I hadn't played a Killzone game since like two, I don't think. So I, I played some of that, and then you know you shoot dudes, they die. It's 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 a first person shooter. Mm. Um. But, you know, more than anything else, it was a chance for us to kind of talk to people, see how they're feeling about, you know, their game's upcoming launch, the system launch and stuff. And people are, you know, generally pretty positive. It seems like, you know, people are pretty excited about this stuff. You know, they're even even with all the launch jitters going on, uh, everyone seems pretty confident in, in what they're doing. You know, we obviously got the chance to, to talk to, to Shuhei and uh, to Adam Boys. Uh, both of those interviews are up on the site if you haven't had the chance to check them out yet. Uh, and... You know, other than that, it's you know, it was just go around and play some games, and a lot of it was stuff that I had played before at various preview events, but you know, and and stuff that I now have in in hand, you know, ready to play once this thing shows up. Uh, the one thing we did get, to, I don't know how much I can talk about this because the embargo's up today, but they didn't specify a time, and I don't want to piss anyone off, uh, so I'll be vague a little bit about this stuff. But we did get to see a video presentation on Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Uh, which mm. showed some gameplay and action, and then we did talk to Kojima a little bit in an interview. I don't know when we're putting that up or, or how that all is all going to go. I think, I think today Brad was <clears throat> Brad was editing it at the office yesterday. So okay. if if not if not today, then then very soon. 
so that'll go if that goes up today. I mean, the embargo is up today. Uh, what I will say is they showed off some of the gameplay. They showed how some of the you know basically how the the Metal Gear Solid stuff translates into open world design a little bit more. Mm. Um, and it seemed like it worked. It seemed like they had put some thought into it, and that it would still be the you know the the Metal Gear stealth stuff. But you know here is this much larger you know open space to kind of play around in and sneak around in. But if you get spotted, dudes will definitely descend on you and, and kill you pretty quick if you're not careful. Um, so, you know, but Brad will have that interview up on the site. That'll probably give you a little more insight into what's going on there. Again, I don't want to get super specific because I don't know if it's time yet to talk about that or not. But right. that is that, that was looking... I mean, it looks real nice, so... Yeah, did you, get, did you get a sense of, like, how do... How do Sony feel, people feel about, like, as they head into launch? Like, did you get, like, a general... I mean... Obviously, you know, there there is probably a lot of celebration because they're so close and it's over yeah. and they've been working so hard. But like what was the what was the general vibe about how they feel about the next cycle if you could if you were able to pick up on anything? The vibe I got was that there is a certain amount of nervousness that is just inherent to launching a major new thing like this, but that overall they're pretty confident in the hardware they have. They're pretty confident in the direction they're headed in. And while I definitely got the sense that, you know, even Sony was not super thrilled at the, the the level of quality of their launch lineup. They knew that, they knew what they had, and they're very, like, they know what they have coming, and they're not worried because of what they know they have coming. So, yeah, there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, hand-wringing or, you know, discomfort from anyone that I talked to. Like, everyone, I, I honestly, the publishers seem more nervous than anyone at Sony because they're just like, we have to sell these games, we need these systems to sell so we can sell these games. Um, and, you know, being that most of the games were launch games, not a lot of them were, you know, uh, some of those games were coming in pretty hot. So, you know, there's, there's just that kind of level of nervousness around that. But I don't know. No one seemed super freaked out. No one seemed, like, super worried about anything. It just seemed like, you know, Sony was ready for this. They were ready for the system to be out. They were definitely ready to be done with this promotional cycle and just get it out there. Um, and I imagine that Microsoft's probably feeling pretty much the same way right now. You know, I I'm not sure if you saw it, but there was a uh, some quotes from an interview, I believe, with uh, Games Industry Biz floating around, where uh, they asked uh, Shuhei Yoshida about uh, the launch scores, basically right. the reviews that have been floating in for for the launch lineup, and you know, saying that you know it's pretty decidedly mixed. There wasn't sort of a, with the exception of Resogun, like not a clear like hooray, like next gen is here uh, sort of game, and. I I have to say like I, I really enjoy, like you should people should go and read you know the full interview and read read the excerpts that they put up because it is about the classiest way that you can respond to that stuff which is not to be sort of dismissive and out of hand but is to sort of be thoughtful and genuine that uh, kind of tips your hand that you knew that you know this wasn't you know a, an across the board ten out of ten lineup. Right. Also, it's it. I don't know. It was just about the best executive answer I've ever seen to talking about review scores that isn't like what Peter Moore did to EGM when talking about Cameo and the fact that EGM right. didn't like Cameo, which was his response was to tell them to go re-review the game. Um, and you know he did that in his sort of traditional Peter Moore, you know, sort of funny, uh, sort of charming uh, British way that he that he does everything he does, but. You know, that's a fairly dismissive attitude uh, about a game. And, uh, you know, uh, let me see. I have, uh, I have a, maybe I can pull up a quote. Let's see. 
With launch games, there are a lot of games coming out, so the media must be very busy going through the games quickly, and especially since the online functionality wasn't ready in the last couple of days. So we have to look at how much time they spent on what aspect of the game and how that may be contributing to some of the lower scores. It's disappointing, but I don't think it's worrisome for the launch of the system. Um, and that, it's just like, I mean, A, that's one, that's a little weird. I will say that one quote is a little strange, that like blaming some of the lower scores on the fact that they had people rushing, which is their own problem and fault, yeah. even if that was true, which I don't think it is. No. Um, but I don't know. I, you, the quotes that, that I, I pulled up here from Joystick aren't, aren't, as, aren't as great. There's, he has some, some better stuff in the, in the full thing. But I don't know. I'm just not used to, you know, Yoshida continues to surprise me as being an executive that also comes across uh, as a human being um, in a way that, that others don't. And that in itself is a form of marketing, but mm-hmm. I'd much rather have more of that if I have to choose. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, the, he's a pro, but he's definitely, like, a personable pro. I mean, you, you, I think you can kind of tell that in the interview we did with him. Like, we asked him, you know, nothing too pointed, but we definitely asked him about some, some you know, more personal, like, just, you know, how are you feeling about this stuff? How's it going? And his, his answers were all pretty, you know, like, he sounds like a human. He doesn't sound like, you know, a, a robot businessman trying to just get you to buy his shit. Like, he sounds like a guy who genuinely appreciates you know, the fervor around the PlayStation brand and what's going on with with this launch and someone who is, you know, himself very excited about what they're doing. So it's always great when you can have someone like that because those guys can, you know, actually talk to the press and actually, you know, can actually give answers that sound like human beings. And it's, it's you know, an increasingly rare thing these days in the industry to have those people. So it's, it's always nice to be able to, to have those conversations. Uh, some people in the chat asking about uh, and if other people want to start dropping in uh, questions, because I think we're basically about to, to run out of any news to talk about. Sure. Um, whether scalpers are going to be an issue. So I'm loading up eBay and trying to get a sense of where this stuff is at. We're going to watch... Okay, here is a PS4 launch edition that is counting down right now. There's 48 seconds, 50 seconds left. It's currently going for 680. So that's not... That's not nothing. That's not nothing. I don't know. I mean, the impression I've gotten was that there is ample uh, supply out there. Um, There is not necessarily going to be a huge shortage of consoles available. Like, there might be for, you know, a couple of weeks and then, you know, maybe around after Black Friday. But it sounds like they have supply, and it's not going to be, you know, a constant sellout necessarily. Like, it might be hard to get in certain places, but I I don't get the impression that it's just going to be, you know... It's going to be a Wii situation where people are tr- battering each other trying to get the last one at a Walmart somewhere. Um, no, and, and it's like, you know, making what, what looks like is going to be about 200 bucks on, uh, well, I, I guess if it gets to 680, it's almost 300 bucks. Like, that's not nothing. That's, uh, that's a yeah. couple of games, but it's also not the same, like, craziness that we saw with the Wii. And if that's already where it's at, my guess is it's only going to start coming down pretty Tapering rapidly. Off, yeah. Like, maybe you can, you know, uh, kind of double your money day one for people that don't know any better right. um, or just have so much disposable income that they can just go on there and and, and just hit buy it now and not worry about it. Yeah. Um, but, A, don't be that scumbag right? Uh, because that's a skeezy thing to do to go on eBay and do that regardless of whether you're taking advantage of people that have more money to spend. Um, it's just, you know, it's economics. You can do what you want, but doesn't mean it doesn't, it's not skeezy. I'm going to call it yeah. skeezy. It is definitely skeezy. 
Uh, do you want to tackle any other small news stuff? There was the Nintendo Direct that happened uh, this week, right? which I'm mostly just confirmed some release dates, like Bravely Default and the new uh, uh, Professor Layton are both coming out in February. They showed off a bunch more Super Mario 3D World stuff, uh, including Rosalina as a playable character. There's a new Luigi Brothers minigame that looks like the old Mario Brothers arcade game in there, which looks pretty cool. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, hmm. like that that level of, of retro. Um and, you know, it wasn't anything super revelatory. I mean, they showed some more Zelda, which, you know, you guys have in the office there, and I've heard from most people is at least pretty great. So, you know, nothing nothing super exciting. And I guess the the biggest news was that, you know, you can now combine your eShop wallets between 3DS and, and Wii U, starting with an update that I guess is coming soon. So Yeah, yeah but, you're, you know, your account and software is still tied to the hardware. So yes, it is. They are still not hitting the bare minimum of what I expect from... A service in in 2013. I mean, it's it's good. Like you know, they're getting I, closer to the bare minimum. Yeah, there's there's no way of saying that that's not progress. But like, if I'm not gonna sit here and applaud them for doing something that should have sure. been there from the beginning. But I am glad it's there. But you know, even though the, this idea that I you know I'm going to play 3D World here and not be able to carry that save over is 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 an edge case. It is, I yeah. think, indicative of a, you know the larger problems that Nintendo has that they continue to, I think, at this point, just be incapable of addressing in a uh, an efficient fashion. They're just not a, a company with a lot of experience doing this uh, kind of service-based um, engineering, and it shows because it's just not it's not being fixed in any sort of fashion that I think should be acceptable. Sure. Um, uh, these days, so it's a little it's a little frustrating, but I guess. I guess we're seeing progress. Um, we saw some, uh, you know, reviews drop for for uh, Link to the Past two slash a Link uh, Between Worlds. Yeah, seems like that game is pretty all right, and I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to to playing that. You know what? I was surprised. Bravely Default looks kind of cool. Yeah, people seem really excited about that one, even though it has maybe the dumbest name I've heard in a while. Because that's, that's a really well, bad name. They dropped they dropped the second shitty part of it, which it used to be Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Uh, so it's not called that anymore. I think it's just Bravely. Oh, I don't know. I almost think that's a little better. <laughs> that's just me though. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, last thing, did you see South Park this week? I know you're not a big watcher of that show, but this week's uh, episode was particularly relevant to our interests. I have not seen it, but obviously, obviously, I need to watch it. Given that they did a whole episode about the console wars being bullshit, and that's, as Game of Thrones, they did it one. as a Game of Thrones parody, and it was—it's a three-episode arc. It sounds like so it's going to be a whole thing. Those guys, you know, they go through sort of dry spells, but when they hit, mm-hmm. they hit. And it was by far the best thing they've done all season. And I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually watching that, if only just to have an outsider sort of point out the insanity that we deal with on a daily basis and agree mm-hmm. with us that this shit is crazy. Oh, it's nuts. All right, um, should we take questions? Yeah, I had a good one. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, I lost it. Hold on. Uh... A Froof Doom asked, do you think the built-in streaming functionality will allow console streamers to truly compete with established PC streamers? Um, I would say no, but it will probably yeah. give people a lot of a taste for what it's like to do that. We're definitely going to see uh, 
a huge explosion on Twitch and Ustream. I don't think it's a shock that right now, by default, um, and no matter what you do, you can't flip it on, uh, is you can't archive videos uh, from, that you do on your PlayStation 4. Uh, so right. right now, you can stream that out, but the moment that is over, unless you were recording your PlayStation 4 separately with a capture card or uh, an Elgato and you know something that was stripping the HDCP, uh, you know, that's not saving anywhere. That just kind of appears and then disappears into the ether. And my guess is that will change, but Twitch has historically had real uh, load problems um, even before they're going to get an influx of millions and millions of console users. So my guess is maybe that's a precautionary method. I wouldn't be surprised if that stays off by default, and at some point they flip that on, and then, you know, the people that want to archive can archive, but they're going to make sure that you are opting into that rather than spending uh, their bandwidth on it. But, I, I, you know, if you looked at uh, some of the streams that Brad was doing or I'm sure the thousands that are happening on Twitch right now, the quality is not great. It's, no. it's just okay. Uh, Resogun is a particularly bad game to use because even if you look at the stuff that we do, if you look at that Resogun quick look versus what that game looks like in real life, like even the stuff that Vinny and Drew are doing um, does not is not capable of showing off that game uh, exactly as it looks in real life. And so that's only exasperated by the fact that uh, the bit rates they're constraining you to on the on the PS4 um, make that even worse. So my guess is that it gives people a lot of a, a big taste for what it's like to do streaming. It gets a lot of uh, new people um, into that arena, but ultimately there's going to always be a gap between the guys that are doing it on the console and then the guys that are doing it with their own hardware. Um, but hopefully... Having this stuff built in will just mean the tools on the PC side get more competitive and easier to use because they're getting there. They are a lot better, but it is still, you know, it's not as, as simple as clicking a button, um, right. which is which is what it is right now on PS4 and, and, and an Xbox One when it comes out. And even if the quality's less, there is a certain appeal to just clicking it and going. Yeah, and the hope is that, you know, maybe in a year or two they'll be able to improve some of that quality stuff, you know, boost the servers and have more, you know, more bandwidth so that you can actually stream out, you know, maybe not quite PC quality video, but something close to it, you know, down the road. So here's hoping. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if there was essentially another tiered service that was like Stream Pro that right. gave you more options. Because, I mean, one of the things that is a – the reason – the bitrate and the quality settings uh, on the PS4 right now, you do have a couple quality settings, but it's basically like crappy, less crappy, okay, I guess that's watchable, um, right. is it impacts performance. Yeah. And on the PC when you're doing that, a lot of the early days of when you start experimenting with streaming is just figuring out what your machine is capable of doing and displaying at a reasonable frame rate so that you, you're not dropping frames because your CPU is rendering the game and the streaming at the same time. There's a lot of trial and error that goes into that, and the reason that the quality settings are ratcheted down on the PS4 is so that that doesn't have to be an issue, that the game will always look and play exactly how it needs to, regardless of what your settings are. But maybe there is a scenario where they introduce... Uh, some granularity there, and, and maybe they charge for it, maybe they don't. Maybe that becomes like a Plus service or an Xbox Live Gold service. I think that makes a lot of sense. Sure. Um, uh, that uh, they introduce that so that, that people can, if they want to make the step up, you know, they do they do have some options. Yeah, I mean, that seems like it would make total sense. Let's see. Uh, Black Lagoon, what's your reaction to Microsoft nabbing Jeff Rubenstein? He was a prominent PlayStation uh, community guy who is now going over to do uh, community for Xbox. I think yeah. that's 
that's a good pickup. Jeff is Jeff is good people. He has solid people all around. I've, I've worked with him on a few different things. Uh, I feel like he might have left Sony before, like it wasn't he just went from one to the other. I feel like there was a there was a downtime where he wasn't working at Sony, but right. I don't know he, what he was doing. He was he was working at a at a different tech company for, for okay. the past year. That's what I thought. So, well, hey, good for him getting back into the the, the games business, and uh, good luck at Microsoft there, buddy. Uh, let's see. Mm, what do you? Mm, someone says seven times six says. Uh, what do you think of Microsoft announcing next week's pre-launch to try and steal some of PS4 thunder? Did they announce a, an event or a stream too? I don't recall anything, but I wasn't. I, I, this week, I have not really had a lot of chance to pay attention to anything else going on, other than just getting ready for these these launch reviews and stuff. So I, I might have just missed that entirely. Well, I mean, there are going to be oh Xbox One launch event to be streamed on Spike TV. So okay, it looks like go. they may be doing something very similar to what Sony did, which that would be smart. I will I will say that uh, having essentially a mini press conference as people are waiting in line and they're messing with their consoles, incredibly smart. Oh, like, totally. They showed almost nothing last night. Um, you know, un- announcing a new Uncharted is not tipping their hand at all about what no. they're working on internally. And But it, it makes you feel better about the whole thing. Like, it may, like it's, 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 one, it's, it's just really smart. And so my, if Microsoft was to do that, um, screw the fact that they're copying... Sony, it's yeah. it's just really, really goddamn smart. It's the right thing to copy if you're going to do it. You know, it's like again, you don't have to go very far. You know, you you've got the home crowd on your side. All you have to do is mention, you know, something like an Uncharted or whatever the equivalent is for 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 Microsoft, and you will get a huge crowd reaction. You will get people super excited at that event. It will look super good for you. So by all means, go for it. Um, I cannot say I've done this, but maybe maybe you can. Uh, mm-hmm. Wale321S, have either of you played the new Bioshock DLC burial at sea? I haven't yet. I'm, I'm, okay. It's been on, it's, I have it downloaded. I've been waiting to, to sit down and play it. I obviously won't be able to do that until next week at the earliest at this point, but uh, I am super looking forward to that. I've heard mixed things from people. I've heard some people say that it doesn't pay off as well as you would like, and I've heard other people say it's it's really great, so I don't know what to think of it going in, but I am personally very interested because I miss Rapture. I'm ready to go back to Rapture for a little bit. Uh, Poto Skull asks, what is the first game you and Alex are going to play on your PlayStation 4? Well, I don't have my PlayStation 4, but you do. So what, yeah. is, what are you going to pop in first once uh, the UPS guy shows up? Mac. Okay. I mean, that's that's the one. I, 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 I need to review a few games, so I'm going to stick to the review games at first. Um, I've been told by multiple people that game is like 12 hours long and weirdly difficult, so I need to throw some time in on it. 12 hours? Yeah, and wow. apparently it's it's that Crash Bandicoot or you know uh, thing of just like it's it's wicked fucking hard, dude. Hmm. So I'm gonna have to. That makes me spend more interested in Knack. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's actually that good though. I've also heard it's kind of repetitive, so I don't know. But. Um, I'm going to make my girlfriend play some co-op with me until she can't do it anymore, and uh, then I'm just going to play the rest of it on my own, I guess. I'm That is... You've hit the nail on the head of the thing I am the most curious about is if... It's okay if that's not a particularly great uh, single-player game to me, but if it is a, like, charming enough co-op mm-hmm. game, I think that could be really fascinating, but at the same time, maybe my time would be better spent on what is clearly already excellent, which is, like, that new Lego Marvel superheroes game. 
Yeah. Which is I, supposed that, to be supposed to be awesome. And that I, Lego I, I game is really good. I played it a while ago at a press event, and uh, the the level of detail and the humor in that game is really really good. So, and if you like Lego games, I would certainly recommend checking that one out. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that uh, that brings us to a close because I need I need to I need to shower up and and head over to to the office to get ready for. Our own uh, big stream uh, that will uh, happen, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll bring you in at some point during that stream. Uh, you yeah, should try I'm... you should try some of that remote play stuff if you can. I can will. I actually I'm, I did mess with that at the event. I played some AC4 on remote play, and it works very well. Like no noticeable lag, uh, very little in the way of 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 you know anything hitching on the Vita screen in terms of, you know, signal loss or anything. Like, it, it seemed like it ran really, really well. So. Yeah, but I want you to do this in your apartment with I will. walls. I want, I'm going to take, so, it. I'm gonna okay. take it to the toilet for a little while today and see how that goes. <laughs> take it to the toilet. That's mm -hmm. that's a good turn of phrase. Uh, and with that, that is, uh, that is Bomber in the Am with Scoops and the Wolf. Um, you can tune in to Giant Bomb in just a little bit. Uh, 11 a.m. Uh, PST is going to kick off our all-day it uh, goes until we can't stand it no more. Uh, PlayStation 4 uh, launch stream um, with uh, with all of the guys. Uh, so I'm about to clean up and head to the office, uh, and uh, we'll see you guys again shortly. Uh, we'll bring you in at some point during the stream. But uh, if not, uh, on Monday morning, we'll be back again. Uh, Greg Kasavin, a super giant games, is going to join us, and also of the upcoming uh, PS4 game, uh, Transistor, which looks excellent. Um, so mm -hmm. we'll... Uh, We'll chat some game with with Greg. If you have any questions, uh, if you're not going to be able to watch live on Monday, you know, feel free to hit me up on, on Twitter or PM or, or Tumblr. Or, you know, you know how to get a hold of me. Uh, but uh, we are planning on having uh, sort of regular guests uh, at least for the next uh, couple months or so to try and shake up uh, the Monday show, which just was a little tough because there's wasn't always something to talk about. Right. Um, but we like doing it, and so I think bringing a guest in uh, helps make that uh, make a lot more sense and. Uh, so long as nothing uh, falls out, I have uh, booked solid through the end of December um, and have plenty more that we can uh, get to uh, in 2014. But, uh, uh, yeah, if you have any questions for Greg, shoot those over. If not, uh, Alex, I will. Well, not on Monday. I will see you, uh, I'll see you later today. Later on, brother.